Welcome to Inspire K-12, a weekly podcast that aims to give teachers tips, tricks, and inspiration for their classrooms in 12 minutes or less. I'm your host, Ann Coates. In these episodes, I'll bring you professional triumphs and tribulations, innovative technologies, and good old-fashioned teacher chat. So come with me and let's get inspired. Hey listener, happy summer day to everybody. I'm telling you, I am loving this summer weather we've been having just south of Boston. It is a beautiful 80 degrees and sunny and not too humid. Just loving it. Perfect for summer vacation. And I am also loving my fourth book and now the book review in my series on Inspire K-12's book reviews. It is The Four O'Clock Faculty by Rich Chiz, who seeks to really shake up and revolutionize professional development for teachers across our country. So I am thrilled. Now I have to tell you that my passion for PD has been a long, long time passion. I have always felt that the best PD was teacher driven and teacher presented. We are the practitioners. We are the experts in whatever discipline, whatever level, in whatever field we are teaching in. And this is really where the PD should come from. It should be organic and start from sort of the bottom and grow up into what we really believe is best for our teaching and for our students. And so I, like, as I said before, Four O'Clock Faculty seeks to change the culture of PD in our schools. And, you know, Rich gives some great suggestions, and I'm going to jump right into those in a, in a minute or so. But just to give you an idea, you know, I've been following the uh, summer camp that um, hashtag Four O'Clock Faculty has been providing. And that's been great fun and really interesting to see what other schools and districts and leaders are doing for PD and, and I just love that. And I would also say that um, you can take this book and you can read it cover to cover. Definitely what I've been doing because it's summertime and I have a little bit more time due to class not being in session. Or you can use it in chunks. You can start small with one chapter and sort of start to implement some of the strategies and suggestions. Or you can take another chapter and then incorporate it as you go and and get bigger and bigger with each uh, suggestion and each type of PD that Rich suggests and has crowdsourced from um, our colleagues across the nation. So let's get right into it. Of course, at K-12 Inspire, we aim to give you um, a 12 minutes or less. So I can't get into all of the great resources he offers, but I would definitely encourage you to pick up this book and make it part of your professional library, whether at your home or at your school. So the first thing I want to focus on is the chapter Going Rogue. And this is right on the cover where he says a rogue guide to revolutionizing professional development. And I love the word rogue. Um, It just is so, uh, you know, bucking authority. And I love that. Um, But some examples he gives on how you can go rogue and be a little different in your approach to your own PD, or if you're a leader or an instructional coach, you can put forward um, for your teachers at your school or just for teachers in your area. So the first thing he suggests is a good old fashioned meetup, you know, post that you're going to be meeting and you're going to be chatting about a variety of topics and, you know, get together and, and talk. 
And and that could be sort of a, a secret on the Sly group, or it could be posted for everybody to see. So these are really great um, great ways to sort of get people going. And the big piece of the meetup is to find teachers who are like-minded for you. It's important to have differing opinions on teaching and discipline and, and all of that. However, finding teachers that are the same ilk, that look at PD in the same way, that want the same thing out of PD at your school or in your area is vital to making these meetups successful. Another suggestion he does, and this is sort of sweeping education nation right now, are these coffee edus or coffee edus, um, where you can certainly get a, someone, a company to sponsor coffee for you and some teachers to get together on a Sunday and chat about teaching. You can have an agenda or not have an agenda. You can suggest topics or take topics from the group. Again, sort of like a meetup, but the coffee, the hashtag coffee edu is trending and it is it's a really really great uh great idea and the one that i found to be really interesting was the idea of a fight club i know from teaching for 21 years that teachers have opinions and we like to argue those opinions we have passionate beliefs about how students should learn and how we should teach and what we should teach and what a school should look like so a fight club isn't actually challenging them to a fight it's more a debate um, and think a healthy exchange of ideas. Even if those ideas and those discussions get passionate, it's okay. Your fight club is meant for those passionate educators. I, quite frankly, I could never for the life of me figure out why we couldn't have a disagreement, a passionate disagreement in any given faculty meeting. People get very nervous and very upset about that and look at it as a challenge to um, the status quo, which it may very well be, or it could simply be a teacher wanting to be heard and to contribute to a culture that he or she really cares about. So that spin on the fight club, debate club, whatever you want to call it, is a great idea. So the key piece with this is to make sure that you have teachers in your fight club that have differing opinions about a, a topic, um, because otherwise it's not going to be as effective. So that is really great. Another chapter that stood out to me in this four o'clock faculty is the chapter entitled Making Every Minute Count. And, you know, I just something that hit home with me at the beginning of the chapter was teachers just need more time and we want more time. And so we're, we might be thinking about you know, after dinner, we've cleared the dishes, we've gotten the kids, our own kids settled into their homeworks and nightly routines. And we think to ourselves, do I grade 50 tests right now? Or do I spend time planning my lessons for tomorrow? Both things need to get done, right? And we are just wanting for time. So making every minute count is vital in our jobs, right? So, um, Rich gives a couple of suggestions, many suggestions on how to make every minute count. And some I really embrace and some I'm a little skeptical of, but that's okay. Healthy skepticism brings us back to the debate club. Um, so one of the ones I really loved was this pop-up PD. And basically you're just posting a, a discussion question or topic where teachers um, sort of gather around, whether it's your faculty lounge or where they sign in or the mailboxes or the cafeteria, whatever it happens to be, 
and invite teachers to post sticky notes or maybe a whiteboard is in the faculty lounge um, or you get a hashtag online and you start talking and communicating about a particular issue. And this can get really um, exciting if you have lots of differing opinions and suggestions. And my take would be to start with something kind of not as controversial. Maybe, you know, um, what should we, you know, how should we implement a new program that's coming about? Something that everybody can sort of um, understand and come together with and have some differing opinions, but nothing that's going to really get the blood boiling. Um, and then the other one I loved, he cited from a principal from Minnesota, Rob Sally. It was, it is one five fifteen, and this is um, a bulletin that this principal puts out that involves him having one resource that takes one minute to review, a second resource that takes five minutes to review, and then a third resource that takes fifteen minutes to review. So in those short amount of times, maybe when you're checking your email or maybe when you're, um, you know, waiting for the kids soccer practice to finish up, you're just scrolling through and you're getting as much from it as you can in the shortest amount of time. And I love that one five fifteen. And I actually like the option of picking one. So maybe I only have five minutes while I'm waiting to pick my daughter up from play practice, but I'm going to take that five minutes in the car and I'm going to look at, um, you know, an article that my principal has posted. So I found that really fascinating. Um, another one that this is one that I find a little a little controversial, but another one was the um, using your lunch time to um, engage in PD. And, and I love this on a personal level. I certainly do this once or twice a week. I don't have lunch with colleagues. I sit and I, you know, resolve to do better on a particular lesson, or maybe I do a quick webinar if there's one available. Um, I definitely do this on my own. And I think it's a great piece of advice for someone who is maybe struggling with the PD that they're getting at school and isn't getting what they need from it. And they can seek out some pieces during lunch. But I also find that teaching can be so isolating and that 20 or 30 minutes that you have for lunch is a great time to connect with other teachers. Even if you're not talking about teaching, you're connecting with other professionals. And, you know, I once had a mentor who said to me, um, you know, teaching the profession can be frustrating on many levels, um, but you will never find nicer or better educated professionals in any career out there. And that stuck with me for, you know, 15 or 20 years now that this is so true. And we should connect with those kind, well-educated people wherever and however we can. And I think if there's any message that comes out of the four o'clock faculty, that's it. Connecting with other educators, other practitioners who can help make us better and help us feel less isolated. And I definitely feel like this is um, a constant message throughout um, the book. So I would encourage you to add this book to your professional library, take from it what you think is fantastic um, and implement it. If not for your school, if you are not in that kind of a position, implement them for yourself. Because if I had read the four o'clock faculty five or 10 years ago, if it had been out, I would have felt like this was speaking directly to me. So 
get going on your summer reads, and I would love to hear what you're reading and what you're thinking about what you're reading. Until next time. Thank you for listening to Inspire K-12. I hope you got some inspiration to carry you through your day. If you love the podcast, please share it with a friend or leave a review on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Until then, get inspired.